Hi everyone, it's Mike here again, and it is great to share with you a preview of our latest Moonshots Master series. This series is where we collect all the wisdom that we've learned from over 140 plus shows. And what we do is we study a particular topic and we bring all the best clips and practices together so you get your own little masterclass. And what you'll get in each of the Moonshots Master Series is a show dedicated to your personal transformation or perhaps to problem solving, decision making, thinking better, all that kind of good stuff. Or lastly, it will be about leadership. Those are the three big buckets that all the Moonshots thinking fits into. Personal transformation, thinking better and leadership. That's right. And we pick all of those great clips from superstars, entrepreneurs and authors and wrap it all up together. Now, you're only getting a preview of this. If you'd like to listen to the full show, get all the tools and all the goodies that comes with the Moonshots Master Series, visit moonshots.io, click on the members area and sign up. Be our patron. It's only a dollar a week and you'll get a complete masterclass just for you every single month. So head over to moonshots.io and become a member. But for now, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode three. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons. And as always, I'm joined by the ultimate team player himself, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Mike. You're right. We are diving into a brand new topic for our members on the Patreon Moonshotter level and subscribers to Apple Podcasts today, Mike. We're getting into that magic mystery of great teamwork, aren't we? We are indeed, and it is quite the mystery teamwork. You kind of know it when you see it and when you don't have it. Oh my gosh, do you want to get it, huh? Yeah, for me, as I reflect on all the teams that I've been a part of in my career, it's it's pretty unknown. You know, there are sometimes when, when things click and the team just collaborate really, really well, you can see them skyrocketing, can't you? You can see confidence, you can see results, but sometimes that team just doesn't quite click together and the cogs kind of grind each other a little bit. And it might there might not be anything intentional about it, but for some reason it just doesn't work. And I think today, Mike, what I'm hoping we can start to uncover is why that might be the case and what we can go out and learn um, about teamwork in order to get the best results and in successful projects. Yeah, because you know a great team when you see it. Like when you see the Chicago Bulls doing their thing or whether it's a great sports team or a great company, you just know it when you see it. But it is interesting because I'm going to say that a lot of the time companies focus very much on skills. Can you do the spreadsheet? Can you work a piece of software, for example? But do they pay equal attention to teamwork and how we behave and I argue, Mark, that companies simply don't put the same emphasis on how we work. They're very focused on what we do, not so much how we do it. What do you think? Well, it's, it's an interesting idea, isn't it? Because without having a good teamwork in place, the results that you're going to see from 
a project, results from individuals that you've delegated work to and so on, it's never going to be as you know, good as it can be. It's almost like cooking a meal halfway through and sort of leaving it to one side. It's never going to be complete without cultivating that good team and without focusing on creating that good mechanic inside the business. It's never going to achieve the upper echelon of, of good success. And I think you're right. I think businesses, uh, companies, um, smaller businesses and so on, we, we all can take it for granted. We're focused on the results rather than, than how we get there. And I think it really starts with, with getting that right team. It does. And we are going to show you how to do that today on this show. We have got a blockbuster of a show. So listeners, check this out. We are going to start with going to some great inspiring thoughts to kind of launch us into the world of teamwork. We're going to hear from one of the great teamwork experts, Patrick Lencioni, but it doesn't stop there. We're also going to break it down and look at what it takes to get teamwork behavior happening in your team, regardless of work at home or anywhere in between. We'll even hear from one of our Moonshot's favorites, Simon Sinek. And we ain't done because we're going to get into some of the greatest models, frameworks, and strategies for building great teamwork. This is everything you need either to lead a team or be part of a team, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, or whether it's somewhere out in your community. We have got it for you. This is the ultimate masterclass in leadership. And this is no better place to start than teamwork. And to set the scene for us, we're going to hear from Grant Cardone, who's going to tell us about this interesting idea, this fallacy that we have about being a solopreneur. Nobody's ever done it by themselves. Mm -hmm. So the, old, the, the entrepreneur that's uh, popular right now is the guy that works from home. Mm -hmm. He's a solopreneur. Um, I don't know if you have this term. We have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a complete misnomer. Nobody has ever existed on this planet and done something successful by themselves. No, it's never happened. So there's, no, there's zero examples of anybody that's done anything. I mean, Jesus had, yeah, had 12. Of course, yeah. Had 12 guys he was rolling with. Right. Alexander the Great had an army. Uh, Genghis Khan had, had, a, had a, like you're not doing this thing by yourself. Nobody does. Like for too long, I ran by myself and, and it took a lot of energy. You know, it took a lot of energy. It takes more energy running by yourself. Uh, Ryan Secco here, the captain, the pilot and, and the real estate dude, he always says, dude, it's just more fun to run with the team. And he's right. Yeah. You know, Henry Ford, people said Henry Ford made the car out of his garage. I yeah. said, yeah, but the company didn't make. <laughs> they didn't make to the yeah yeah top. so uh, Mark Zuckerberg said you know Facebook was made out of a dorm Facebook was made when he moved to Silicon Valley and started a company uh, Steve Jobs Steve and and the the, the other dude what was the dude yeah yeah they, they yeah. built Apple you know supposedly built it out of their garage yeah no nobody knew about Apple until he moved the company and started and, and, and added employees so nobody's doing anything great by themselves. Isn't that, Mike, a 
quick ice bath as we're surrounded by stories of individuals, entrepreneurs ruling the world, capturing our attention and our enthusiasm. I think it's quite revealing to take a step back and think, okay, well, they may have started in their garage or their dorm room, but it didn't land from a successful perspective until they onboarded the right team and, and got team members to help them. I think that's a great kind of immediate lesson that we can learn about teamwork. Yeah. And Grant makes a great point there. Like, you know, it is so much more fun to, to do it, uh, to climb a mountain with somebody else than just being out there on your own. And I think it kind of sets us up for this idea that you, no matter how much individual talent that you have, it's teamwork that wins the championships. And I'm paraphrasing a great quote from Michael Jordan here, but you know, the real thought here is like, get over yourself. It is a total myth. No one, no one. And and so he's even referencing Jesus Christ here. Nobody did it on their own. So get over that idea and be ready to work as part of a team to lead in everything that you do in your contributions it is essential because don't even think you can sit in some lofty tower by yourself and get it done. At some point, you've got to get out and interact with the world. At some point, you've got to be open to this idea of teamwork, right? Yeah. And I love that call out to fun. You know, the idea of working with others totally gets me going. You know, if I reflect on my favorite projects that I've done throughout my life, it's invariably because I had a great group of individuals around me, uh, either going through that same, you know, pain, figuring out the obstacles, or in fact, it's the same team who are kind of laughing along with me. You know, that breeds, it breeds passion in your business. And I think that's ultimately what makes it really fun and enjoyable to actually stay in companies when you've got that good team around you. Yeah. And, and like the ups and the downs all get better because if you're down, then everyone else can lift you up. And when you're up, you can share with people some great achievements. And it really is so fundamental to our, our success because there will be moments when you're floundering and your teammate picks you up or whether you need to pick up your teammate and, and, you know, if you've got enough of that trust in a team, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you can go to the moon. But somebody else who believes teamwork can take you to the moon is Patrick Lencioni. In fact, we're going to hear a fair bit from Patrick and we did a big show on Patrick Lencioni. So if you are very interested in his book on teamwork, um, go to moonshots.io and you will be able to find our whole back catalogue including Patrick Lencioni's deep dive on the five dysfunctions of a team. But let's hear from Patrick now. Let's hear about, in life and in business, the greatest competitive advantage. My interest in teams really stems from my childhood because when I was a kid, my dad used to come home from work frustrated by his company. Now, he was a a great salesman, God rest his soul, and a great guy. But he was always complaining about the way he was treated at work and how dysfunctional things were. And I didn't know what that meant when I was a kid. But later on, when I got my first job as a consultant, I was dealing with things like strategy and marketing and other operational issues in business. And I found myself distracted by this issue of teamwork because I thought, man, if we could get people working in teams, really working together well, 
It would change everything from the way we dealt with customers, to the bottom line, and to the way people enjoyed and felt fulfilled in their work. You see, I've come to the conclusion that teamwork truly is the greatest competitive advantage that any group of people can have. And it's not that complicated, it's pretty simple. But it is hard, because it requires a lot of work, over time, and a lot of courage. I think it's actually an intentional, strategic decision we have to make. And by making that decision, we'll be much more likely to accept the cost and the sacrifice that it requires, and that will make it possible for us to encounter the full power of teamwork. You know, if I could say anything to leaders of teams, it would be this. One day you're gonna retire from your job, from working. And, and, and most people that wanna retire think about doing other good things in life, serving people, missionary work or helping the poor, something wonderful, and that's great. I want you to realize that while you're leading this team, you are having a bigger impact on people's lives than you may ever have. You change the way they go home at night, the way they treat their family and their friends and strangers on a bus. You affect their self-esteem, and that's gonna carry over throughout their life. So let's not wait till we retire to realize the impact we can have on people's lives. And your ability to build a good team and to help them feel a part of that team might very well be the most altruistic thing you ever do. What an inspiring clip, Mike. It really reminds me of the effect that I can have on those colleagues and teammates around me. But it also, I think, importantly calls out that teamwork for leaders does require a, a little bit of work, right? Yeah, and how? what an interesting reframing of our daily work that he's like, wake up, this might be the greatest contribution that you'll ever make because when you're working with others, helping others, leading others, the positive impact you can have on their lives is wonderful. So don't defer your sense of philanthropy until, you know, <laughs> uh, till you retire, rather you're doing it right now, right? Yeah. Isn't that a, so I'm, I'm sitting here smiling now because uh, suddenly I'm thinking, okay, well, I kind of feel a bit motivated now to take a little bit more time with, you know, colleagues, teammates, uh, customers and so on who are, are slowing things down, or maybe they need a little bit of help because you're right. Reframing it in a way that shows me, oh, I, I could have a positive impact on this individual. Maybe I take a little bit of extra time. Maybe I factor it into my, my day schedule or whatever it might be from a practical perspective. The knock-on effect is going to be really, really positive, not only for our particular collaboration or project, but you're right, much broader than just the individual that I'm getting uh, interacting with. The fact that it impacts the rest of their work and lives and so on. That's, yeah, it is. I, I would I would say that's a philanthropic concept to bear in mind, isn't it? It is. And so, you know, don't underestimate the good you can do in helping those around you, which is a great lesson from Patrick Lencioni. And it's not the only lesson we'll learn from him. And Mark, because you are the far smarter of the two of us, do you remember which number show Patrick Lencioni was? Yes. For listeners and members and subscribers, you can go and check out episode 101 in the Moonshots podcast, uh, which you can access via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as moonshots.io. And the episode number is 101, Patrick Lencioni's Five Dysfunctions of a Team. 
Well, Patrick is not the only one that's been thinking about the dysfunctions of a team. In fact, Google thought about it a lot as well. And the interesting thing they decided to do was to study it. Classic Google. They spent two years studying the behaviors, the performance of over 180 teams, and it's called Project Aristotle. And they wanted to get to the very DNA, the root, the foundation of teamwork. They wanted to understand like what makes great teams work and what happens in teams that don't. And we are really, really fortunate now. We are going to listen to a complete breakdown of Project Aristotle and what it discovered to find the magic in teamwork. 